0: Tree, welcome to the first episode of Searching for Meaning. This is going to be a podcast by me, Gonzalo, and my brother, Tiago. Okay, I was expecting for you to say something, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, that's me, hey.
1: Little
0: (laughs) bitch. So, um, I wanted to start with some questions I've prepared, just so you guys... Or a guy, or whoever is listening, knows like he, what it is about. <laughs> just like so, you know <laughs> what it is about. Who we are, and then some random stuff we're going to talk about. So, for me, and what I want the podcast to be is just like this arena, quote unquote, where we just share ideas that we we get from books we're reading, we get from like YouTube videos, podcasts, stuff like that, and how we are applying it to our own lives because. You don't know, but I'm 20, my brother is 18, and we are both very young. So all of these ideas are going to be talked from that perspective, like from people who really don't yet know all those things by experience, but are applying it to what they can. So whether this are whether this is like, uh, I don't know, self-help things, more psychology stuff, Jordan Peterson type of things. So yeah, it's going to be something like that. No, uh, I want to ask yeah. you, what, what do you want it to be for you?
1: Yeah, for me, I think I also have the uh, the same idea. So basically, when I'm not going to... I think we aren't going to pretend that we are coming up with these ideas and these strategies, habits, whatever we share. Most of the time, we're going to be getting them from people that have way more experience than us, have, way more, have, have, have achieved success. And I think... Um, that's uh for for example we for example with Jordan Peterson all the other like cam, t- kind of like mainstream mentors now we can always like share the links to all of the stuff we we talk about put in like, the description mm-hmm. I don't know how you call it so we are always, always going to try to bring you like the habits the the mindset that we can extract from the books the podcasts YouTube videos whatever try to condense it into this small format speaking podcast so you can enjoy it and try to apply something to your life
0: yeah now i want to go into like why like that's the what i want to go into the why i want to start it and for me it's just because i see a lot of podcasts and it's by older people by guys who actually went through it did the stuff and now they share the knowledge but i i haven't seen at least a podcast where it's like people who are on the process of doing it are younger and are like kind of figuring it out so the like the audience can like figure it out with them and hopefully get something that's more relatable to their life and the more than that even it's just like to be real and to not be here like pretending I'm some kind of or we are some kind of gurus self-made millionaires at 21 or whatever no it's we're not and yeah we're just sharing our our truth so you know
1: yeah, I think that's also a good point. There isn't many people doing podcasts like before they reach success. <laughs> then no, that's kind of strange. But this way, I think you can have, you can share a, a bond between the listeners because most people are, aren't super guru successful status. So we are all like we, like my brother said. We're not going to try to pretend to be this kind of gurus. We're always opening. We're always open to. Changing our minds, getting to your new ideas, and if you if you happen to listen to something we we said and disagree, just let us know, and that's it.
0: Yeah, because I feel like, for example, if I'm listening to Jocko Willing's podcast, which is like this uh, former Navy Seal, is all about like discipline and getting after it, and like I know everything he's saying is real because it's coming from his reality. Yeah, but. Yeah, there's not that thing of, like, this guy who just started out and is, like, applying that to his life. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. So, moving on. Um, Yeah. So, now I wanted to talk about something I've been reading. And I think it's probably one of the, if not the best book I've ever read so far. And it's called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And, like, the main point of the book or the main takeaway I got is that obstacles in life struggle adversity is inevitable there will be pain but how you choose to deal with that pain makes all the difference so yeah you can look at this pain this obstacle as something you can wish for it to not be there you could wish for things to be easier maybe even look like at other people and think like oh they have it so much easier i wish i had that or you can take the other approach which which is you're dealing with the pain anyway so Learn to love this pain and to overcome it with pleasure, quote unquote, or with love for the task, and never wishing it was different, but wishing it to be exactly as it is. Yeah. It's kind of. I think
1: that's, that's a very powerful. You, you've read a book. Too, yeah, I right? have read the book. For yeah, I read it. It's definitely one of the the greatest books I've read. Also, like everything by Ryan Oliver in general, this is great. But. Yeah. yeah, the thing that, about that book that was so like impactful for me is the the exact me- message you just said is like learning to love the the pain, uh, the learning to learn how to deal with the obstacles in the way that isn't isn't like in a in a cowardly way. You just you really like I think what he get tries to get across in this book is like really try to see the obstacle not as the as an obstacle as a definition that we have of an obstacle something unpleasant and, and that doesn't really serve, serves as well. I think obstacles in the way that he put it in the book really serve as guiding like guiding beacons and they're not even a negative thing they're like they're the things that are there to guide you to your optimal life, whatever that it means to you and I think the the act of loving the, the process even if it's uncomfortable, is one of the most powerful things you can apply to your lives and certainly has helped me a lot.
0: Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I just thought about, like you said, it's kind of like guiding lines and I, I feel it's like the same yeah. in video games. So when you're playing and you see an enemy, you know, you're kind of going in the right way. I think it's it's kind like yeah. right? like of <laughs> well, yeah, right, like, if you're in a video game and you line. see an enemy, you're not like, fuck, I shouldn't go this way. No, it's like, sorry for that. Um, no, it's like you see that and you're like, oh, I'm in the right path. Because
1: there's adversity <laughs> yeah.
0: to where I wanna go, which means I'm in the the track to where I wanna go. As if you're playing a video game and it's, there's nothing happening, it's just like a straight path. You're like, yeah. uh, I think I'm not playing this properly. The same with my- yeah, that's a and actually nice point. I saw today I saw um a dope quote. It's from the Instagram page called Daily Stoic. I'm gonna search it right now. And it was like on the exact same topic, which is, um, oh, it's here. No man is more unhappy than he who never faces adversity. For he is not no, permitted sorry. to prove himself. The quote is by Seneca. And dude, that's, that's exactly it, you know, because I, I think all of us can experience this when we are on vacation. Let's say you're on vacation for two weeks. Yeah. Like the first week, maybe you chill, but then you're like, oh, fuck, I need to do something. I need yeah. a new challenge. Maybe I'll start playing guitar or something. Maybe I'll buy a new video game, but it's it's always looking for something to overcome. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, as human beings, we always think, think that we just want to reach the after overcoming. We don't want to go through the overcoming. Yeah. But as soon as like we get to that point, we get bored. <laughs> it's so yeah, that's, that's the,
1: yes, we, we spend our lives chasing for something that we don't really want when we get there, I guess. Yeah. We're always trying to escape the... The process, when in truth, that's what we love the most is the process of getting to the goal, I'd say, at least for the, I know because I fall into this trap all the time, like, I know that the process is what makes me grow as a person and where I can find the most purpose, but also my reptile brain just tells me that Mm. I'm always looking for the goal and to achieve the goal and then rest, it's like the goal. You try to find your the, the prey, try to hunt the prey, and just have, have a feast and do nothing for the next week. So I think it's learning how to handle that side of your animalistic brain, whatever you want to call it, and just try to be a bit more rational about it, trying to understand what really makes you happy, what gives you purpose. And most of the times, that's in discomfort, in whichever way you can find it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's super true. And also that thing of like, Uh, you hunt and then you just want the meat at the end. But like applying that to goals, yeah. Like what you really want is to be in the process, even though sometimes we don't know it. Like just recently, I kind of, I already knew, but I it didn't click for me like emotionally. Let's say, but recently that's I figured out because I was thinking like, well, what happens when I reach or if if I reach the goal? And I was saying, oh, I feel like good for some one week or something and then I get bored again and then there's another goal so and also the thing like if you're always training your brain to only be happy when you reach the goal then you're like you're neglecting 90% of your life which is not achieving the goal it's on the process of getting there so yeah I I think it also requires some some practice you know like maybe uh I don't do this but maybe it helps uh, daily gratitude (laughs) like journal or something what I do is like, um, like just looking outside and just like thinking to myself, "Well, wow, I'm so lucky. I could, I could not have legs, for example, yeah. and I couldn't walk to the fridge right now or something." And just realizing what you have and being grateful that you can be on, like facing yes. the adversity. You yeah,
1: but, like it's the the thing, the a more fatty thing. Just always try, love your fate, no matter what it is, because first of all, it could be worse, and. Yeah, it, just that it, it yeah. could be it, it can always be worse than it is. Whatever you're facing, and most For of the sure. times it's like yeah. you have no idea how worse it could be. But it's funny because you're saying like yeah. that about like 90% of the thing is the journey. And I'm re- right now. I'm reading the Power of Now by uh, by Eckhart Tolle, and like it's, a, it's been a really amazing book yeah. because. For example, I think yesterday I was reading it and he was like talking about this thing with this trap that most people get to into, into this, like you, you focus so much on the goal that you end up spending the, the present always thinking about the future. And it's funny because the way you put it is that the only thing that you really have at any moment is this present moment. You don't have the, like the past is gone, the future isn't guaranteed, but the only thing that's really like yours is this moment, like now. I'm here talking. If I'm thinking about like the goal in the next month, I'm not really even enjoying the the only thing I have, which is this moment. That's the only thing I, that's in my possession, I think, in in this moment. And if you spend that time just like trying to trying to put your hopes on the on the future, you, I think that's a recipe for really like anxiety, stress and really unhappiness that you don't want to oh, yeah, have to have sure. in your life. So just enjoying the taking time to like like you said, maybe, maybe that's to a daily gratification journal. Maybe that's just like stopping every like one hour, just like take a, bre- a, bre- a breather and just enjoy. Just like try to be grateful for something that you have in front of you, whatever you can find.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because like like you were saying, if you're always just focused on, oh, baby, next month I'm going to get a raise and then life's going to be good. But then, yeah, yeah, you're neglecting all the life until that moment. You're just thinking about yeah. that moment. And recently I've, I've noticed myself kind of doing that and it's like, I noticed that I'm all, I was always thinking about next month, but I'm not living in next month. I'm living right now and maybe I'm yeah. doing, I don't know, let's say some pleasant activity, like playing guitar and I'm just thinking about Let's say I'm thinking about oh, like in two two years I'm gonna be super good at guitar, but like now you're not, so you kind of have to enjoy, you kind have to enjoy what you have right now while simultaneously focus on focusing on that improvement to the future. Yeah, which is like as in my experience is like a very hard sweet spot to find because yeah. we always tend to fall to either being more complacent or just being super focused on the goal and not giving a fuck about the present. Yeah, I think it's so it's it's hard. It's like a balance yeah, it's
1: act. it's a hard balancing act because you can you either go too much and just always just focus too much on the goal or you either like don't have goals and I'd say that's worse. I think that's definitely worse not having any goal, but I'd say the it's way better to try to find that sweet spot where you, you have a goal, you know what you want, but at the same time you you appreciate the journey and you know that's what's what's going to to give you the most purpose in life, it's really that journey.
0: Yeah, and to go a bit deeper onto the the book, the power of now, like for yeah. for anyone who's listening right now, um, it's called yeah the power of now by Eckhart Tolle, which is a hard name, but like just the the title of the book, you'll find it, and it's it yeah. just talks about like being more present, being more mindful, being just in the moment, pretty much. But the way he writes the book, at least when I read it, it just makes you it almost forces you to just be on the, pre- in the present moment. Yeah. Right, like, I as know. You're reading, it's like a meditation. You just like, you start getting more aware of yeah. your body, getting aware of that. That's you're crazy. reading. I got the same thing. Yeah. And it's them. It's, I highly recommend that book to anyone who's, who's watching right now. And if you've never did like any type of meditation or anything like that, that's like the number one book, at least to start because yeah. it's, Man, I remember, I think I, I read it like two years ago or something, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like um like a breakthrough, let's call it, because I, I don't think I, I did meditation before, but only a little bit, Yeah. and as I was reading, I was kind of like dis- distancing myself from my thoughts, mm-hmm. which I'd never done before. Yeah. Like before, all that I was thinking was, that, well, that's me, but then like I kind of had this moment where I was like, I was seeing the thoughts happening in third person, mm-hmm. and like that shift, everything. I think that moment was when I just started going into, like, more of these self-development type of type of stuff. Because like I saw another possibility I'd never seen before. Yeah, okay. It was like
1: fucking amazing. Yeah, the book. It's really crazy because it also does that to me. Like reading it in itself is like a form of meditation. I don't know. I don't know why it does that. Like maybe yeah. the way the way he writes it, it just gives me that calming, like mind's mind like liberating sensation of meditation. Just you can you feel like you you could empty your mind for a bit. I'd say like the the book is very good. I, I'd also recommend it to basically everyone because I think yeah. it's uh, such an important message. It can get a bit woohoo in some parts, like the way he speaks about <laughs> like, the enlighten, enlightening. Yeah, it has a lot of like religion in the middle of it, but I'd say just like, it's, it's still worth it. I, I've been enjoying it a lot and I think it's a very important message. Like. If you if you're getting into the self-development space, and sometimes you can feel pressure to go all out and maybe get that that like ang- beginners anxiety when you when you try to do everything at once and you end up not doing anything, I'd say it's a pretty well it's a pretty good book to counteract that first surge of of stress and and anxiety that can come from trying to flip your life around, just trying to give you that that message that. One step at a time gets you there, and don't try to maybe not try to keep you more grounded and not overwhelmed with all the information that's out there.
0: Yeah, and like speaking of anxiety, man. I need to I need to get out of like social media because I've been getting. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm doing something, and I just find myself checking like Instagram or Facebook, and like of course you're just seeing highlights from people's lives like oh a. a Vacation on whatever with this highly edited photo to make it look perfect, and then of yeah. course the brain, like the reptilian, or doesn't know that. And so, like I noticed, like last week or something, I was getting more anxious, and I was like, "What yeah. the fuck's is happening?" And, like this never happened, and it's like I was just looking. F- I, I felt like I didn't, I wasn't achieving what I should, or I sh- I wasn't living like I should, It's because I was comparing yeah. it to to that like high highlight peak moments of everyone's yeah, so it's
1: really one of the what, I,
0: what i want to do right now is just man i just getting out of s- social media which is kind of hard because first of all it, most times it's made you to, for you not to get out <laughs> yeah, and then it's made for each post to keep you there a bit longer uh-huh. so like maybe you just want to go and check a message and then you just end up scrolling facebook for like 15 okay. minutes yeah if you're going, going to
1: if you're going to try to try to leave it, you have to go cold turkey. I don't think you can just, like, set up restrictions. Like, I'm, I'm only going to see it 20 minutes a day. I don't think that really works if you're... Because most people are addicted to social media. That's, like, people don't want to say they're addicted, but it's really what it is. Because if you have yeah. that, that much difficulty trying to give up something, I'd say it's an addiction. Addicted. Yeah, you're addicted. I'm addicted. I'd say myself I'm addicted. And I, I experience the same thing you were, you were saying. Sometimes I feel like it's a big, a big rock in the path I like. It really like sometimes gets in the middle of my habits and some things that I really want to to practice in my life, like meditation breathing and social media really it crawls up into your life and it can fuck you up if you're not careful with it. It can be a great tool, but I'd say most yeah. people would benefit from like a media fast. Like maybe just spend like two weeks without it. I think that's what I'm going to do actually because uh, like <laughs> Let's see. in about five uh, days, yeah, I, I'm like, going back yeah. to my home homeland. I'm going back to Por- to to Portugal. The Currently, middle. I'm I'm outside the uh, my country and doing a volunteering project. And I think I'm going to enjoy those two weeks like with more stability, really to get things back in check. So just like doing a social media fast, I think for 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 those two weeks, I think that's what I'm going to do. If you wanna, if you wanna yeah, pick but, me up on the, the challenge.
0: Pros- like um, the problem, like with the fast, is okay. Let's you do the two weeks, which is good, of course, and then you feel awesome. But then, what will inevitably happen in like 99% of the yeah. cases is you're slowly gonna be like, Oh, let me check Instagram once, and maybe that day you just check yeah. it once, but then like slowly, you're gonna, oh, just more, just one more time, just one more time, and then you go back. It's like the biggest loser, the fat people <laughs> yeah. program, like they lose. There was a lot of fat, super yeah, fast, and then like, oh, back. I'm super good. But then like 80% or something like that of them gain all the weight back in like one or two yeah, years. That's true. So I, I think like so, what I'm, so. Yeah. I, I think it's good that you do it, but, but it's, if you want or if we want to control more, it's probably better a, how do you say, a more. Ah, fuck, balanced yeah. approach.
1: But I think that's that's my thing with the fast. I think it's, like, just a, a mental reset because I don't think I can go from checking social media every, like, 30 minutes to just, like, restricting myself for, like, maybe just 15 minutes a day. I, I think I need, like, a bigger, okay. like, shift in mind, like, a, a reset. bigger reset, just, like, to, to come back a little bit more refreshed with more stability so I can, uh, like, have more... I guess mental power to to control myself for those things. That's what I feel will work best for me. I don't know. Just we can both try it out different approaches and see what works best. I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah I think it's almost like sugar, as yeah. in you can just you can say just so I'll just eat one cookie today. What's the problem? Because linear yeah, that, brain that's my just gets yeah. that oh, <laughs> and you're like, ah, and fuck it. I'll just
1: I'll just eat the whole fucking the bag. bag.
0: <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Which, which in social media version is like, ah, fuck it, I'll just not do anything today. Yeah. Let me browse Facebook. No, Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah, which is I think I, and it really like... It's one of those things like... It takes away It's from, like a double-edged sword, you know? Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah, it has lots of
1: benefits, but it can take away like a lot from your life, like you're from your relationship with other people and just from enjoying life in general, we can get stuck in that social media trap and just like waste your days slowly and slowly. And that's, yeah. really want to get rid of that.
0: <laughs> One thing also I've been noticing, because like right now we're so used to, for example, every business having a social media and getting clients through social media, that we kind of forget that there was life before internet and social media. Like yeah. for example, right now I'm working at a coffee shop, my grandfather's, and it's like, he's 84 years old. He has, ne- okay, Yes, Facebook now, but for... <laughs> For 90, 90 something percent of his life, he didn't have social media, and still he built like extremely successful businesses throughout his life without ever having touched a smart a smartphone, much less Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. So it's also a good like reminder to ourselves that we don't actually need this. It's a tool, and it's it can help you, but you don't actually need this to live and survive. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just like. I think that's the point, like it, it's gotten to a point that people think that they need it. Like how many times have you like exited this happened to me like the other week. I exited my home, I was going to work, I was getting on my bike and I noticed that I didn't bring my phone with me. So I I went on purpose back to my home just to get my phone. And I was like, Why the fuck did I do this? Like I can spend six hours without my phone. I don't really need it, but yeah and I think how many people are like forget their phones and they're in their car and they just like maybe even turn around the street just to get their phones back. It's something like people people think that they they can't yeah. live without it and that's that's also my point with the, the like with 12 way fast that the 12 the two weeks fast I think it's like a resensitizer a resensitizer to my brain yeah. just so I know that I don't really need it. I can go for two weeks without doing this and nothing's going to happen. I'm not going to lose all my friends. I'm not going to miss out on whatever. And I think that's I need it. I think at this point, just that mental reset, just so no, I don't get stuck in the trap of the, the social yeah. media.
0: It's thing. interesting, like how we as human beings get so used to, like so used to. know sorry, so addicted to of everything that brings you like good sensations. Of course, like so the most common ones I would yeah. say, or that I'm aware of, is. So, like sugar, for example, like every pretty much everyone, which is kind of crazy to think about, everyone is addicted on sugar. Like people may think, like, oh no, I just yeah, eat a, a yeah, little cake cool. something one or the other time. But if you notice, and I I know this because I had the same thing before. I I, had, uh, I took more care with my diet. It would always feel like there was something missing at the end of the meal. If I didn't have dessert, it was like ah, I I eat I ate well. I'm full, but there's just something missing here, which is like this sugar addiction kind of thing. And the same goes for like social media. (laughs) yeah, Because like it's so easy to get validation on social media like, oh, people saw my Instagram story or they liked or commented my shit. It's almost like you're getting people commenting like giving you good comments on the street, but it's happening so much faster and it's the only thing you need to do to get it is click a button on your phone and all they, they pop up. There you go. Validation. And I don't think like, I is just, like prepared for, for that, for, for this amount of validation. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. We, it
0: isn't. Because like before, how, how would you get yeah, that's validation? Like, you, maybe you dress well one day, people give you compliments on that. Maybe you get married and then everybody comes together and gives you a big like praise. <laughs> you have a baby, yeah. same thing when you're on your birthday. Yeah, the point and is
1: it's too. like, it's saying things that take a lot of Trouble to arrange and set up, and they don't happen every day. Yeah, they they don't, happen don't happen every month. month. They don't even <laughs> happen every year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are the exception. Now we made it the rule. And I and uh yeah, maybe, basically the things you were saying. Like most people are addicted to something. I think everyone. And that's really like, I don't know. That's kind of sad to think about. Like now, like I'd say the principal things are like like you said, food, and sugar. Principally, yeah. sugar is like most people and you, even if you see like people in general like when they're talking about about eating a, a sweet they sometimes they use the word most of the times they don't use the words i want to eat this sweet like i need to eat this they say it like in a joking yeah. tone but the sentiment is still there the, the the thing that's going through their brain is i need to eat this sweet i will not feel good mm. until i eat this and that's that's the addiction by any standards you want that you may don't society may not call it that but by the definition it's it's addiction and you have that you have social media i think the other main one is pornography and that's like those ones are just like fucking up i think most of like like a say i'd say at least one of those is fucking up like 90 percent of people's lives and they would benefit a lot just by not just by addressing it and recognizing what it is and trying to uh, trying to um, to uh, to address it like the di- right directly and that's a uh, the main thing
0: yeah also i think it's like it's so crazy how we we reach the point in civilization which is so good you literally don't need to leave your house to have everything you need so you want food and all that yeah. sugar rush you want just go on uber eats click a button they bring it if you want to bring it to your door they like they Touch mm-hmm. your doorbell and they come upstairs. Then you have, like, all the water you need from the pipes. Then you have pornography, so they you, you don't even need, and... if you don't want to feel that satisfaction, leave so your home, you just go on the website and that's it. And then you have tons of, like, movies and TV shows and everything. that, like, Let's say you have Netflix, it costs $8 per month yeah. and you can all watch it on your computer. So you're entertained, sexually satisfied and super addicted to something. So you're always on yeah. this like dopamine rush. Which is on the one side, it's of course it's bad if you fall on the trap of that. But if you can like control yourself and recognize that it's super good that we've yeah. reached the point where this is possible. But also that you can like mm-hmm. uh restrict yourself and practice your discipline doing that. I feel like that's I don't know, like the mm-hmm. best approach sure. to do because it's kind of like, it's also an obstacle too, because before, let's say in caveman time, there was no pornography, there was no sugar, there was none of that. So it was easy to mm-hmm. be disciplined in that sense. But now you kind of like, you have the opportunity to be disciplined. So it's kind of like a blessing.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the modern people has a lot more opportunity to practice discipline than <laughs> the hunter-gatherer, for sure. And that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's what makes you grow uh, as a person. But, yeah, the, I think that's the, the funny thing. Our brain still hasn't evolved from, like, a th- thousands of years ago. So, and, and we changed everything around us so quickly. Like, society changed so much in so little time, if you compare it to, like, anything else that happens in nature. And our brains aren't adept, adapted to that. Like, the, the thing with sugar, for example, people are addicted to it because your brain literally craves it. Because when you back in gatherer times when you found like fruit which is only source of sugar like in in the net in, in nature like you would you wouldn't stop eating because if you found it y- you just ate it all because that that's a guarantee that you have you have you have you have food for a while and 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 mainly you're going to start it as fat so you those kind of things your, your body started as fat on purpose because yeah. back then you wouldn't have food every day so fat was actually a good strategy for everybody to have, to, to rely on yeah. some calories when things got, got tough. So when you found sugar, like with that, that, which is fruit, you, would, you wouldn't you would stop eating it until it was done because that's what made more sense. Yeah. But now you, you still have that response.
0: Yes, yeah, like your, your yeah. and now you still have much. the
1: same response, but even worse because it's pure sugar. It's not even fruit. And you do not have to stop by necessity. You can keep going until you blow up. Um, and most people have a, a tough time with that which is just...
0: yeah also touching on the point of um oh, what was it yeah like our brains are just they're not prepared for this let's say the sugar situation mm-hmm. it before it was that yeah like you were saying it was more beneficial to just keep eating the fucking sugar yeah so it was kind of like your brain was saving you from yourself kind of mm mm-hmm. Also, the same thing with like to change a bit. Uh, let's say fear. Let's say pe- which is normal. Like if you put somebody in front of a stage, you or me, yeah, with like a hundred, uh, one thousand people watching, and now you have to give a speech. You're gonna be nervous as fuck. But like rationally, it makes no sense to be nervous oh. in that situation. Yeah. Like what's the worst that can happen? They don't like what you have to yeah, say. Some you know? guy
1: tells you a mean comment or like, something. Your
0: friend. yeah, your friend. Like, which is that. Um, it doesn't evolve because it's like the tribe thing like oh my god if I say if I fuck this up I'm going to get kicked out of the tribe maybe they're going to kill me yeah Uh so which that's also one of the reasons why I feel like it's super important to practice every day to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and practice like remaining calm and not losing track of what you want to do in that situation like um, today I was watching the um, what's his name David Goggin's podcast on Impact Theory and so David Goggins is a super. He's it's super probably human. the the most badass guy yeah. I've ever I've ever seen. Like this guy has, I think he's the only person to have to have gone to the Navy SEALs, buds, and something else. So like super, super hard uh, Navy yeah. training. On top of that, he was super fat. He was like three hundred pounds, and he lost all of that in like three months. Then he has the record for most pull-ups in yeah. twenty-four hours. He just ridiculous. You can go check him out, David Goggins. But the point, like, what he does is he puts himself in these super uncomfortable situations, and like he practices that, like, to remain calm, to keep pushing yourself, and to to uh, let's say not only bear that, but to yeah. fall in love with that. And I think like that's the probably one of the only ways that you can like counteract your how do you call it, like reptilian brain. Like I know in my, for example, my case, every morning I have to walk like 15 minutes and it's at, it's like 6 a.m. and it's fucking freezing. It's super yeah. cold. And before I always used to like shrink yeah, sure. shrunk my shoulders. They're all up and I was shaking. And in my head I was just thinking like, oh my God, it's so cold. I just want to get there. It's so cold. But then like a few weeks back, I said to myself like, no, let's actually not... Uh, not let the situation negatively impact me. Let me just act as if I was in the best situation possible. So I just like put my shoulders back, good posture, smile on my face. And then just like maybe thinking about how how can I do better work today? And it's super interesting because like Mm -hmm. the first days were horrible. Then it starts to get better. And now I'm actually kind of happy to get out of the house and see if I can do it another time. And like every time now that an un- uncomfortable situation like that appears, my like instinctively re- reaction is to not like curl up in a ball. She just put my shoulders back and maintain calm, which is <laughs> kind of crazy to- for me because yeah, I was it's... not expecting.
1: No, it, that's a, a crazy thing, and that, I, yeah, I also noticed that with the cold when you when you embrace the cold is when you feel it at least. So, for example, if you're yeah they're really cold, what else isn't, like, isn't to to give in to that mindset that, oh, it's fucking cold, uh, I want to get out of here. If you really, like, if you stop for a moment and you, like, breathe and you take a moment to feel the cold in your body, like, really try to feel it, not try to escape it or something, because most of the time when you're cold, you're just trying to get your mind into something else, so you just, you're just trying to distance yourself from the sensation as much as possible, and that makes it worse. When you, like, go into the sensation, it gets... Much better, and I think that's what you, you're experiencing now. That you're because you're really getting into your body. You're you're not afraid to feel the the feeling of cold, and it doesn't have that much power over you now because you you face it and you learn to love it. So it's mm-hmm. like the, the whole amorphotic thing. You learn to love that obstacle, and it, in a way, it stopped being an obstacle and it started being a, a beacon that like uh, signals you to put your shoulders back and yeah. stand up tall. So. In a way, it's it went from being the thing you ate to something that, like, reminds you that you should be more confident, more happy, you, that you should be grateful. That's the, that's the crazy thing. And I think it goes back to the point of the obstacle is the way. That's what it teaches, that the obstacles are the way. They become the way if you allow them to be the way.
0: Yeah, but before... <laughs> little disclaimer before they become the way it's going to feel like shit yeah yeah like for example if you're kind of fat or you don't like your body and you're used to eating like very pleasurable foods let's say yeah. like mcdonald's stuff like that and tomorrow you decide and rightfully so to let's say I, let's start eating more uh healthy quote-unquote foods yeah. like more salads more greens more veggies it's gonna taste horrible, and at the start, you're just gonna to want to go back to your old, delicious-tasting food. No. But if you do it, like, just please, just keep on it at least one or two weeks, and then it will get better. But it's kind of like that quote, which is, um, Oh, fuck, what is?" It's like before it gets good, it's gonna get a little bad. Yes,
1: yeah, before it gets which, food, which is to be
0: expected, and which I think people should talk more about this too. It is supposed to feel bad. It's not. Like when you do these things and it feels uncomfortable, it's not an indication to stop. Mm -hmm. Like quite the opposite. Like we have been talking, but no one tells you that. Like what I've heard all my life and what the people who told me this have heard all their life is if it feels bad, you should stop. If it, like, let's say you, you're trying to become a better speaker. So you give a presentation when you're like a kid and people laugh at you. What do people say? Don't do more presentations. Just write more or something. Which, which you can go that direction too, but that shouldn't be your, like, first instinct is, like, to give yeah. up as soon as adversity hits.
1: Yeah, for sure. You should try it, like, a lot before you... I mean, you, you, should, you just, if just... The only reason you're stopping something is because adversity, then I think you're missing out on huge opportunities in, in the future, be it by what it could teach you, By by your failure or what it could what it could lead to, maybe it could be one of the most successful things you ever did, and you just you gave up because it was a little bit hard at the beginning, and that's a real shame to see that people, people to see people giving up just because they think that it isn't supposed to be bad. That you can there okay there is no way of radically changing. Your, not even radically, but to changing your habits without some discomfort—that just there's no way around it, and there shouldn't be a way around it because yeah. that's discomfort isn't a bad thing. It's what makes you grow as a person. It's what gives meaning to life, and it wouldn't really be. Ask yourself: Would it be actually worth it if it wasn't complicated? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, exactly. If it was just like as easy and as pleasurable as eating a candy, for example, first of all, everyone would do it and it wouldn't be like an accomplishment anymore. And you wouldn't feel good because there was no struggle in it. And yeah, that's one of those things. I think as a society, we just forget, forgot to accept that. Like you need to accept that Mm -hmm. quote unquote like bad times. Well, first of all, they're supposed to happen if you're striving for something worth anything because you're pushing what you know is comfortable to you what's comfortable to others around you so you're going to be met with resistance from everywhere but if you if you weren't met with that then it just meant you were doing yeah. more of the same you're already doing right now and it would just end up leading you yeah. to think that's the reason. same place you are right now which is not to say like that of course like there's going to be some days where you're going to fail some like i feel like sometimes we look at these motivational posts to which is like uh, winners go at it every day and no there's going to be some days where you're going to kind of fail at whatever you're doing you're going to have some setbacks you're going to have periods where you're going to question yourself if can i really do this am i really capable of doing this but when those things like when they come up just see it as an opportunity to keep pushing forward and not an opportunity to to let all all those bad yeah. thoughts or whatever people have told you growing up stop you. Because that's man, like, to see wasted potential and, like, when you see, like, older people, yeah. who you like you look at them and you see, man, this guy could have done so much, but he didn't just because he was scared or he couldn't face just this challenge. It's so sad, man.
1: Yeah, that's one of the saddest things. Is like, even, for me, it's sadder with younger people and see see them waste their potential, like, Right now, like lots of my friends, right now, like all these maybe lots of them did like complain about things that and and it's really a shame because I know that they could give so much more of themselves to whatever they're doing and they just limit themselves because of I don't know because of insecurities, uh, whatever, whatever it is, like seeing that wasted potential is one of the most like saddening things and it it isn't just my friends obviously i i I do it myself sometimes like there's periods in life where definitely i was wasting a lot of potential and still like today there's like some things i could be doing that i'm not doing and i think that's also a good point Mm -hmm. to touch on that you're not going to be perfect like especially in in our age like 18 and 20 like you're really going to to get all of the things right. And you're probably going to fail on a lot of things. Like, there's a good quote by, by Tim Ferriss. I don't know if it's by Tim Ferriss, but I saw it in one of his books, I think, Tools of Titans. And it was like most people you, most successful people that you, you see are just walking failures that mastered one thing in their lives. And like if one of the most successful person people I, I know, Tim Ferriss says that, and he is at the point in life where he is. Then you can you can forgive yourself for some of the things you do. Like even if you, especially if you're like just starting out on this thing, don't be like so hard on yourself if you fail someday. Just evaluate what went wrong, try to fix the problem, and just go back at it. Don't 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 allow the small setbacks to to stop the journey. Just embrace them. And try to get better by an- analyzing what went wrong, fixing it, fixing it, fixing it, the 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 problem, and just try to to keep on. Don't be too arch on yourself. It's, I think that's one of the, the mistakes I made for a while, and definitely it's my I still do it sometimes, and it's, I think it's my natural tendency. I think that's just a good message I wanted to to share to share.
0: Yeah, for sure. And also with the, like, one thing I feel like it's very important, especially nowadays when we're always surrounded by this idea that success can happen to everyone and it can be fast. I think, like, if you are starting in whatever it is that you're starting, and I'm trying to apply this to myself as well, is don't rush to build the foundation because everything you you get after is going to be built upon that foundation. Mm-hmm. So... If you if you're trying to get it too fast too, which like it's not bad to be motivated, but I feel like if you try to get it too fast, you're gonna skip steps and then the building will just fall harder. Um, how do you say it, man? Longer. Oh, how do you say it? along the line? Uh-huh. So like in the future, it's just gonna fall harder when you build more on yeah. top of that yeah, crappy okay, yeah, foundation. They, yeah. but so you're starting a business, but like you don't know your numbers, you you don't know like you don't really know the product you're selling and the product the process to Mm -hmm. selling it and you you haven't mastered some of the basics that's just going to come back to haunt you later and you're going to be forced by destiny to to fix them so yeah like strive for a goal in my opinion just strive for a goal be motivated for it but don't rush Mm -hmm. the process there's a good quote i saw um man this it was a quote i think it's a quote from a poem let me just search it real quick and it's it boils down to, let me search okay. real quick, oh, yeah, adopt, the quote is, adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is patience. Which, like, if you see an example I kind of thought about was, for example, a panther, when she's mm-hmm. hunting, she she's not rushing it. She can wait on the, like, on the leaves or in the bushes for how long it needs be until the, um, the prey is on the right spot. But when the prey is on the right spot, she goes, like, fearlessly and almost effortlessly yeah. to grab her. Which is kind of, you can apply to everything. So, you, you shouldn't rush any of the steps. And know that some steps are going to require you to be slower and more methodical. And some steps are going to require you to act fast yeah, on sure the opportunity that. and just go all out. But, yeah, it's yeah. kind of finding that balance. Which, is, which of course, we have trouble doing because at least yeah, me absolutely, you absolutely. always want stuff super fast and like now you don't want to wait two years you just want one month and you're a millionaire but you know that's not how stuff works
1: yeah and it shouldn't be there's also like another like a, a poem i wanted to share it's a really i also found it in the what the in tim Ferriss's book five of mentors great book and it's, it goes like this, I walk down the street, there is a deep hole in the sidewalk, I fall in, I am lost, I am helpless, it isn't my fault, it takes forever to find a way out. I walk down the same street, there is a deep hole in the sidewalk, I pretend I don't see it, I fall in again, I can't believe I am in the same place, but it isn't my fault, it still takes me a long time to get out. I walk down the same street, there is a deep hole in the sidewalk, I see it is there, I still fall in, it's a habit, my eyes are open, I know where I am, it is my fault, I get out immediately. I walk down the same street. There is a depot on the sidewalk. I walk around it. I walk down another street, and I think that's like a fucking awesome moment. It really like describes, well, lots of people's struggles. So, first of all, you most most times you're you're going to have to like really hit hit your head hard against something to to make you realize that what the mistake you're doing is. Sometimes it's mistakes you've been doing for uh, most of your life. You're, you're walking down the same street and falling into the same hole. And you know what the hole is. You know why you're falling into it, but you're still falling into it. And and I think that's it's important for you to know that it isn't necessarily a bad thing to keep falling in, in, in the hole. It's it's part of the, pro- the, the the process. And you will eventually learn a way around the whole, if you just keep trying at it slowly, slowly, just trying to really set up your foundation well so you can make a, a solid path and just like not rushing things because at the end of the day, you're just you're just trying to get a little bit better every day. And if you keep doing it that every single day, you're going to build one hell of a foundation and you're going from there to an, an awesome... And 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 I think a a really solid, and grounded path for the rest of it, for the rest of your journey, whatever it be. And so the I think the main message is like don't rush it. Just like we were saying, try to try to keep focused on on the small things that you do every day because they really compound. It's like the the, the compound compounded. I can't remember the thing. The compounded interest. I think is the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you do, if you keep doing small things every day that gets you clo- a bit closer to your goal, you will eventually get there. Like even if it's one year, like one year is great to to get to whatever goal you 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 want to to have. Even more than that, if you if you're getting yeah. closer to it, you're on the right path.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah. man, that was a great quote too. I don't think I, I read the book, but I I don't remember seeing the quote. Yeah, it's the and it's super true because. Like you're gonna be repeating the same mistakes. Sometimes you're gonna repeat it even though you knew you shouldn't repeat them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what it eventually is. Eventually, why you do it, but just still yeah, do it. <laughs> like
0: if you, if you keep at it and like analyze what the fuck you did wrong, eventually you're gonna dodge the hole on the sidewalk. Yeah. However, but I think it's also important to to note that if you're like if you don't if you're not conscious of what you're doing, like kind of. Um, how do you say if you're not forcing yourself to figure out the solution mm-hmm. you're just going to end up keeping getting out of the hole and falling into it into it every single yep. time so yeah it's like constant uh, facing of, challenge, of y- your own challenges and then also focusing on finding a solution to them so yeah, yeah. So, that, that was super right. good and I think that's a very good point to end the podcast yeah, on first the first one yeah <sighs> god bless A little secret this is the second <coughs> time we're recording the first podcast this last time the the recording got all fucked there were some cuts it got unsynced so yeah i think it was actually very fluid i thought this would be super robotic we'd just be repeating ourselves but i think quite nice so yeah the just to recap this is called the searching for meaning podcast there's also an instagram page which We're rebranding, so uh, next episode, you'll know which page, page is it if you haven't come from the page already. But, yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode. Bye.